Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody, and happy Friday. It's nice to see you guys. I hope you guys are all excited for the weekend and everything. Up here in New Jersey, by the way, where it's the middle of May, we're expecting a snowstorm of all things. So we're going <laughs> to pray against that. This is the weirdest thing. Like a day ago, it was like 70 degrees, and then we're expecting this giant storm. So who even knows what's going on? The whole weather system is now schizophrenic. But hey, listen, um, we're going to close out the week pretty strong here. Kristen's going to pray for you guys in a minute. But real quick, I just want to talk to you about the importance of humility, okay? And this is kind of a sequel to last night's episode, all right? Last night, I spoke with you about pride, and I said that nothing does more to prevent God from elevating you than pride. I said one of the things you have to understand is that God wants his glory to shine through you and for you to act as basically this magnifying lens that sends his glory out in all directions throughout the world, okay? What pride does is it clouds that lens up, makes it opaque so that God's glory doesn't shine through you. And God's not going to elevate anybody who is just going to glorify themselves, only those who glorify him. All right. So pride, perhaps more than anything else, gets in the way of you being elevated because it's actually idolatry and it's the worst form of idolatry. See, an idol is anything that you put in front of God. Well, pride is when you put yourself in front of God. In other words, you're making yourself an idol. It's self-worship. It's completely antithetical to what God wants. Well, if pride stands in the way of God elevating you, then humility must be the key to God raising us up, right? Now, we talk a lot about things that can block blessings. And I talked before about unforgiveness and not tithing and things like that. Well, humility is something we can do to attract God's blessing. And indeed, we see this over and over again in the Bible. It's one of the constant themes, which is weird because it hardly ever gets talked about in church, probably because nobody wants to hear it since we'd all rather hear about prosperity. But it's right there over and over. And by the way, it's a key to prosperity. In 1 Peter 5, 6, the Bible says, Humble yourselves under God's mighty hand so that he will lift you up. That's what we just said. Pride is what keeps you down, so humility will lift you up. James 4, 6, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. So if your prayers aren't being answered, maybe it's because God is in opposition to you because you've got a pride issue you have to address. Again, James 4, 10, just four verses later, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. Luke 14, 11, all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, which you don't want, by the way, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. You definitely want humility, but by the way, it's much better if you give it to yourself rather than asking God to humble you because that could not be a fun experience, okay? So again, Luke 14 and 11, all those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. That's a much better plan. In Second Chronicles, we hear, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Heal their land. That's an especially good verse right now when so many people are praying for an end to this pandemic. And then, of course, we have the book of Proverbs, which places an enormous emphasis on wisdom and also talks constantly about humility because humility and wisdom are linked. Proverbs says, God mocks the proud, but shows favor to the humble, the impressed. 
Well, how many of us want favor? Proverbs 25, 9. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. How many of you guys send us prayer requests where you say, God, I, I need to know which, which direction to go and I need guidance? Well, there you go. Start with humility. Of course, probably the most famous verse on pride is in Proverbs 16, 18. Pride cometh before the fall. You might be flying high now, but if you're filled with pride, it's not going to last very long. And then one of my favorites, Proverbs 22, 4. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its reward is riches and honor and life. Okay, that's right in the Bible. I hate when people say prosperity isn't in the Bible because it's there over and over again. It's here in, in 1 Psalms chapter 1. It's all throughout the New Testament. And here in Proverbs 22, 4. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its reward is is riches and honor and life. So if you want weight, if you want riches and honor and life, stop focusing on yourself. In fact, stop focusing on those things and focus on God. And let me explain here what humility is and what it isn't, okay? Humility is not self-deprecation. That's the worst thing you can do because you're dishonoring yourself and you're dishonoring God's plan for you at the same time. See, the enemy likes to take anything that's good, in this case, humility, and pervert it into something evil, in this case, self-deprecation. Oh, I'm, I'm a loser. I'm nothing. I can't do anything. No, that's putting a curse on your life, okay? That destroys what God wants to do for you. It frustrates God's purpose. Remember what Proverbs says, death and life is in the power of the tongue. So the enemy wants you to speak failure and strife over your life to defeat the good work that God wants to do for you. So instead of that, God wants you to speak victory. Humility isn't, I'm a loser, I can't do anything. Here's my point. It's actually, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In other words, it's not beating yourself up, it's lifting God up. And that's my message for you tonight. Very awesome. And something that a lot of people don't address, and so something that needs to be heard. Um, I saw something not long ago that said, when you speak, you're prophesying your future. And that's mm -hmm. true in a way, you know, affirmations are very important. And um, especially when you know who you are in Christ, when you're saying things like, I am, you know, whatever fill in the blank that you need to, to hear, building yourself up, you're talking about Christ in you. And so there is a huge difference in that. And certainly false humility is not something that well, any of us want to. Yeah. And, and there's that. And, you know, it, you, you can't expect to win if you're speaking defeat over your life. I remember my, my dad had a horse trainer for his, his racehorses one time. And he was a nice enough guy. But, you know, he was one of these people that would always say things like, oh, man, you know, if I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. And, you know, I can't get no breaks and things like this. I just thought, man, this is the last person I want on my team. I mean, seriously, because this person is defeated before the race even begins, literally and figuratively. So, you know, humility isn't defeating yourself, okay? Humility is just putting the focus on God and knowing that your victory is through him. That's what it is, okay? And, and it's also the, other, the, con the flip side of that coin is God knowing that when he gives you the victory, you're going to give him the praise. And that ties in with what we said last mm -hmm. night to replace pride with praise. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Dear that was Lord. a uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. Mean, <laughs> I, I thought. I. I didn't. I, I just thought you could use kind of an introduction to your prayer here. So. I, no, that's all right. Good. So I mean, without without further ado, Kristen is <laughs> kicking down the gates, ready just, to pray for you. 
you know, God's with us always. So we're just kind of always having this three-way conversation, Jordan, me, God, you know, <laughs> our listeners. It's all good. <laughs> um, dear Jesus, thank you for who you are and what you have done. To God be the glory for the things he has done. To God be the glory. All the credit, all the honor, all the praise. God, there are some people going through valleys and some people on mountaintops right now. But God, you use every experience to bring us closer to you. And you are our steady constant. We have your hope as an anchor for our soul. Our hope will not be cut off. I feel that you are raising up a, a resolute generation, an army of people who will stand all across this world, who will stand and answer the call for you, God. You don't call the qualified, but you qualify the call, Lord. And so we, we answer the call. We are your cho chosen people, a royal priesthood, God. And we answer the call to stand. Think of something that we used to sing as kids in Sunday school. I will not be, I will not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the water. I will not be moved. That just entered my, my spirit right now. And, and I was just a few minutes ago thinking on that. And thinking on how... No matter what the enemy tries to throw at us, God, we will not be moved. We will stand resolute, stand with our spears in hand and our, and our shields of faith, God. And we will stand. You, you will fight for us, God. When we have done everything we know to do, when we prayed, we will stand, God. And people need to know right now that if you feel like you've been defeated, you have not been defeated. If you feel in the spirit that the enemy has just, just punched you in a spot, figuratively speaking, where you just feel like you're never going to recover and, and you're just facing the ground and you just, you just don't even know how to get up, and you just want to lay there in that defeat because you don't have the strength to get up. I pray right now that God would give you the strength to stand, the strength to know that you don't have to fight, that God's going to fight for you, but you need to stand. You don't need to hide your face. You don't need to crawl on your knees in defeat in the spirit. There are many Christians right now crawling on their knees in defeat, looking at the ground. But God says for us to look to the hills from where our help comes from. Look up. Look up. Get out of that mire of depression and defeat. And, and, and just as, as Jordan mentioned about the false humility, just feeling like a loser, frankly, in the spirit. And know that God is fighting for you. And just stand just stand. Do not be dismayed, for your God is with you. 
He is your hope, and your hope will not be cut off. Your dreams will not be cut off. Your promised land will not be cut off. Your family's dreams, your generational blessings will not be cut off. And the biggest thing you can do right now to fight against the enemy, you don't have to throw the punch. God is going to throw the punch that's going to kill the enemy's plans. But you do need to get back up. You do need to trust in God again. And you do need to say, God, here I am. I'm standing. I'm standing on your word. I'm standing on your promises. I'm standing in prayer. And every single day I will get up and I will say, Jesus, I will yet praise you. Praise the Lord through your circumstance. Just praise him. Praise him and love him and believe him and trust him and pray. And just, and just believe and just stand. God, I thank you for this army of people who will stand in faith and stand for other people, God. We will stand for your other servants who are going through the valleys right now. And we will carry them on our backs, Lord, in the spirit. And we will put them on high ground, Lord. And we surround our brothers and sisters who are in dark places, who feel like they cannot see. Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon us to preach good news to the poor and to, to open the eyes of those who are blind, to, to unlock the prison doors for the captives, God, and to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted. So God, I pray right now through the Spirit, you would bind up the wounds that need to be bound, Lord, that you would, you would come and you would, you would heal and you would anoint and, and you would raise up that army and the, that revival in the spirit right now. And as we all stand across these nations, God, that your power would just go forth and just, just overwhelm this world. The light overcomes the darkness. The darkness cannot overcome. Your light overcome, Lord, as we all stand in, in faith in you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great job, Kristen. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks. Okie doke. Uh, let's get right to our prayer request. Kristen, you're going to help me out with these? Absolutely. All right. Wonderful. Let me start with uh, one that actually you and I prayed about last night. And this is uh, came to me after the show when I was driving home. There's a friend of mine whose cousin, Ricardo, fell from about 30 feet yesterday in some workplace-related accident and hit his head and he's got, as of last night, was ble uh, bleeding on the brain and was in a coma and everything. And I know things don't look very good in the natural right now. But God, your word said is we, if we have the faith of a mustard seed, we can tell a mountain to throw itself into the water. God, I know Chris and I have faith beyond that of a mustard seed. And so we're telling Ricardo's brain to heal itself, just like Jesus said to Lazarus, Lazarus, come out. We're telling Ricardo, come out of that coma. We're telling those capillaries in his brain to heal themselves, to, for the bleeding to stop, for any swelling to go down, for him to be conscious and functional. God, in the meantime, I pray that you are a comfort to his whole family who is just terribly distraught right now. I pray that you show a miracle here, okay, one that even like doctors cannot explain. And 
for as much as I pray for everybody who submits to a prayer request to us, I do take it more personally for whatever reason, right or wrong, when it's someone who's close to me. And this is someone who's, you know, a family member of a friend of mine. Your word says also, God, that you'll bless those who bless us. Well, you know that Jessica was a great blessing to me. And so I pray that you honor the blessing she always has been to me and my whole family. And that you heal her cousin, Ricardo. And you make it a quick work and a complete work in Jesus' name. All right. Well, we look forward to getting a good praise report on that. Okay. Kristen, this one's for you. This is Ruby says, I'm very thank thankful that my work life has changed, but I need more prayer for my marriage and my passport and my visa. I have no money, but small prayers can bring everything in my life. Yes. Lord, we know that I, I would have feeling with this prayer is that first of all, we praise for the progress, Lord. It's a, it's a praise report that we prayed for the job situation to be fixed. And, and it has been, we also pray for the marriage and everything surrounding Ruby's life, Lord, that he just needs that enduring faith, that enduring to go further into your blessing, Lord. And, and whatever wall is stopping that, I pray that he breaks through and reaches the promised land that you have set aside. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good job, Kristen. Amen. All right, Ruby, keep us informed. Uh, Hazel says, I'm Hazel John from India, Hyderabad. What if it's going to be one of these nights where I get the easy names to pronounce and you get all the difficult ones again? <laughs> all right. So Hazel here from India says, uh, please pray for us. We're going through a hard a financial crisis. Please pray for my dad, who's a heart patient, recently had bypass surgery. And my dad had bypass surgery, too, and has had no job since then. Mom is diabetic with lots of complications. Much difficulty we're managing, but we can't pay our rent, other daily needs. Please pray for my marriage also. That's a pretty comprehensive prayer request. Well, God, I pray total renewal for Hazel's life in all things. I mean, she's hitting everything here. She's hitting her, hitting her health, her wealth, and her relationships. God, the enemy is having its way right now, but your word says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, you'll raise up a standard against him. So I pray for total victory and total healing in all things for Hazel. In Jesus' mighty name, that she has no more, that her family members are, are healed, that she has no more financial problems, that God, you open the windows of heaven and pour out an abundant blessing on her that she doesn't even have room enough to contain. And God, I pray that you totally restore her marriage. And I know that these collateral things can have strains on a marriage, but God, we pray that you just heal all of these things completely. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, uh, Kristen. Tui, T-U-I, says, hi, I'm from Fiji. Please pray for me, especially my life. I'm asking the Almighty to change my lifestyle, my attitude, and my mood because I'm so pulled by this world. Sometimes it's hard for me to control myself. There's too much temptation. All right, Kristen, that's right up your alley there. So why don't you give that one a, a, a good whirl? Okay. It kind of broke up, but I, I think I got the gist of it. Well, do, you want me, do you want me to repeat uh, it? Tui? No, I think I'm good. Right. Tui? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Lord, we pray for, for Tui and, uh, you know, sometimes you can be in a, in a beautiful place physically or in one sense, or have 
every need, quote unquote, met and be in a very dark place spiritually. And that's what I'm feeling for Tui because Fiji, I mean, the beaches, not that I've ever been there, but the beaches and the beautiful landscape do not fix certain things. Going on vacations or escaping your problems or doing things in the natural don't fix what you need internally or getting, acquiring things, whatever you use as a vice. So I pray that Tui would submit completely to you. First of all, I pray that there would be no condemnation. But as he gives himself over to you, Lord, to yield to the Holy Spirit in all things, that you would help any anxiety, any fear, any regret, any anything, and dig beneath the surface, pull out the weeds, Lord, and help him to live with the mind of Christ and take every thought captive. In Jesus' name, amen. Great, great job. Okay. Evangelist Fias says, my mother's a diabetes patient. My father had an accident. Actually, this person, I don't know if you saw Chris, this person actually sent us pictures of the father, a yes. lot of scars in him, and um, family's going through a lot of hardships. So God, I, I'm praying right now for Evangelist Fias that you will yank him through these hardships, okay? That you, you, just, you just pull him through this valley, you pull him over the mountain. God, I pray that he just feels your miracles now, feels your, your, your love. He feels your presence. I pray that he is overflowing with the Holy Spirit. I pray for the mother's diabetes. I pray against this diabetes that's afflicting the mother. I pray for her blood sugar levels to be normal. And we pray for a complete recovery from the father and the accident he was in and an end to all of these hardships. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. All right, Kashif who says, I am Seika Manasi. Uh, so it's one of these people has a different screen name than their actual name. I am Seika Manasi. I'm a nurse from Pakistan in a cardiology hospital. Please pray for me and my husband. I've been married 10 years and we have no baby and I'm suffering many financial issues. Please keep me in your prayers. All right, Kristen, that's Seika Manasi. All right. All right, Lord, I pray for Seika and her husband and their entire life, Lord. Sometimes you feel... Like you're winning in every area, and sometimes in life you feel the opposite, like you're losing in every area. And that's what it seems like what's happening in Seika's life because wanting a child and then not having financial breakthrough and just everything all at once. Lord, Lord, nothing is impossible for you. You've put a child on this couple's heart, and I pray that you would, that you would deliver on your promise for a child, that they would dedicate that child to you. And the same in the finances. They would dedicate their finances to you, God, and see fruit in both of those places, God, take place in their lives, Lord. They, they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. And that's what I'm feeling for this couple, just to wait upon the Lord and see his miracles take place. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, good job. Debbie says, my husband has lung cancer, has had lung cancer, and struggles with breathing, he needs healing. Also, please pray for God would make a way for our house to get fixed and remodeled. All right, well, Father God, in Jesus' name we pray for the Holy Spirit to overtake Debbie's husband. And I say that, I emphasize the word spirit because the word spirit and the word breath, as Kristen has told me, is actually the same thing in the Bible. And so when I hear that people aren't able to breathe, that the enemy is taking that away from them. I know that it's a spiritual oppression 
and I know it has a spiritual solution. So, Father God, please breathe the breath of life into Debbie's husband. Destroy any kind of remaining lung cancer, any difficulties having breathing. In fact, I'm going to pray for my mother, too, who, you know, coughs a lot, especially in allergy season. has been coughing lately. So, Father God, I pray for her as well, that she breathes completely normally in Jesus' name. All right, Kristen. Laura says, please pray for finances and repairs to my parents' old house and for strength to continually do it, whatever that means. Okay. Lord, we ask for your supernatural enduring strength, Lord, for Lars and his or her life and, and their whole entire family, God. Um, God, you know the situation going on there, and, and sometimes it takes a mental strength and even more than physical strength, Lord, and you have supernatural strength, Lord. So I pray that in all things for the remodeling and for financial breakthrough to have the endurance and to have that no nothing overtakes them but your presence, God, and your love, and that they make room, that as they remodel, they make room for the king. In Jesus' mm. name, amen. All right. Sala says, please pray for my daughter-in-law for sickness. She has bone cancer. Thank you. Father God, your body was broken so that we could be healed. You were made a curse so that we could be made a blessing. Lord Jesus, surely you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. Father God, we know this girl's bone cancer was crucified, that it's dead. You came so that we could have life and life abundantly. Lord Jesus, my prayer tonight is for Salah's daughter. In Jesus' name, I just pray that the Holy Spirit takes her over. Salah, I'm telling you, I would start taking communion every day until this thing is resolved. Do not accept, I, listen, use the doctors, but don't accept any doom and gloom prognosis from them. Just pray victory, speak victory in life. Father God, your word says death and life is in the power of the tongue. In Jesus' name, we order this girl's body to be perfectly healed and perfectly normal. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Um, let me go through some of the ones that just came in. Kristen, Dahlia Castro says, I need prayer because I'm supposed to have heart surgery. Would you please pray for her? Yes. All right, Dahlia. We just, we just pray that we pray over your entire, entire body, Lord. Lord, we pray over Dahlia. Lord, we pray over the doctor's hands. We pray over, Lord, if you, if it, whatever your will is, God, but if it be your will that she wouldn't have to have the surgery to begin with, Lord, but if for some reason that for whatever reason, Lord, your ways are higher than ours and she has to have the surgery, God, that you would give her a, a new spirit, a new heart, and, and she would be, her strength would be renewed. Every part of her body, Lord, would function better than it did before. And just release any anxiety, Lord, that she would just rest in your protection and provision, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Um, I'm going to pray for a friend of mine here, David Jocelyn. says, please pray for my daughter and the rest of this senior school year and her graduation. Pray for our Mother's Day weekend. 
Father, listen, I pray for all these kids, David, not just yours, but, you know, in New Jersey, we've had basically the whole school year canceled. I know. The prom, <laughs> prom is canceled and all the yeah. season. Well, Father God, we pray for all these kids. We pray that what the enemy stole is repaid to them. I pray in particular for David's whole family, his children himself, even his ex-spouse. We pray for his daughter in particular and the rest of the senior school year. And we pray for a great Mother's Day weekend for all mothers. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I cheated a little bit, Kristen, because what I did was I skipped one to get to David so I could give you a harder one. Because I think I really, you're like the heavy hitter here. And uh, <laughs> of course, that's actually self-deprecation. I just preached against that. So I'm not going to oh. do that. But I saw this and I saw that you should, you should, I think you should have this one. So this is Nelson Santos Franco says, Please pray for my son to walk away from the devil's steps. I'm struggling with him because he praises the enemy and I'm having a mm. battle with it. Thank God for his protection. I'm okay. All right, go ahead, sweet. Mm. I'm just thinking of that song. I think it's a Michael W. Smith song. Uh, it's pretty recent. But um, this is how I fight my battles. Because you mentioned the word bat- battle, Nelson. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And as you're, I, I can tell Nelson that you are a man of faith for your son. And we know that our, the weapons of our warfare are not, not carnal. And so we have the power over the, the enemy. And you have obviously prayed for your son and, and he's going through this struggle. But Lord, I, it's, it's one, Lord, that we can't do on our own. We're, we're going to have to intercede in the heavenly language mm. uh, for, for this young man. Um, and Lord, I just pray, I, I just speak to the enemy's plans and I say, get your hands off this young man, get your hands off. The Lord has, has, there's so many things in the Bible about how God, you use people who had, had different struggles and, and, and had these different demons that, that were, were overtaking them. And then Lord, you came in and you just overtook these people and, and they were such great instruments for you. So, Lord, right now we speak against all of the enemy's plans. And we, and we put your hand on this young man. Put your hand, God, on him, God, right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We, we pray that whatever seed, whatever seed was laid in him as a child or as an adult, that any little inkling of your spirit that was laid there would take hold and take shape, Lord. And I, I command the enemy and his demons to take their hands off of this young man. In the mighty, powerful name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All right. We just have a few, uh, I don't want to say smaller as an in insignificant. I don't want anybody ever to think that their prayers are insignificant. But sometimes people will just send us prayer requests that are just two or three words. And so, and it's usually just, you know, pray for me or something like that, or I need prayer, that sort of thing. And so rather than go through those individuals, I'm going to name those people. We're going to pray for them all at once. So for those people who wrote in Maria for financial breakthrough, Marana asking for prayer for protection and work, Petrius saying, pray for his messed up life. Um, Tinai, who's praying uh, against a headache and cough she's been having. Jess, who needs healing. Darcy says, please pray for my brother Dixon. Sushma says, praise the Lord, uh, pray for the Lord and my family. Uh, praise the Lord, pray for my family. Janice says, pray for my health in the world. Connie, pray for me for a home because she's homeless. 
Shakir says, prayer for me, please. Paul, pray for me, please. Satish, pray for me. Shiva, pray for me. Irfan, pray for my mom and family. And Chai, who just wrote to us, says, pray for my family. All right, we're going to pray for all these people. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray that you will meet all of their needs in abundance. Not just enough to barely get by, but just a supernatural tidal wave of, of blessings and increase for these people. Guys, this is not to brag on myself, but if you haven't seen some of our, of our older videos, not that they're that old, but go watch them. I mean, seriously, because there's a lot of good messages in there that you have to start you know, really paying attention to, okay, as far as things that lead to blessings and things that block blessings, all right? We're going to add Ravneet to this, who also asks that we pray for his health. God, we pray for all of these people that they have extraordinary health, whatever health problems they have, if they have any. We pray that they're restored to perfect health. And if they're in perfect health, we pray they maintain it. We pray for their relationships, that they have meaningful, fulfilling relationships, and that they be the right relationships, and that they come to understand that every person they meet is an opportunity to be a witness for you. And we pray for them financially, that you would meet them, meet their needs, not just enough, but more than enough, and so much, okay, that these people will be in a position to lend and not borrow so that other people who have financial needs will find their needs met by these people. And in fact, Kristen, that's a good prayer for you and I. I'm going to pray for us. We, we never pray for ourselves in the show, but I'm going to do it right now. Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you for all the people who pray for Kristen and me. I decree and declare that Kristen and I will be blessed so abundantly financially that we're able to you know, feed hungry people and house homeless people and clothe people who need it, that we're able to take care of orphans, that we're able to take care of even people who have addictions and things like that. People who need shelters from domestic situations or even from this awful trafficking that goes around the entire world. We pray big prayers. And why not? Because I, I know I serve a big God. So when I'm praying a big prayer, it's not yes. it's not out of greed. It's me honoring you, God, because it's showing you how much faith I have in you and how great I think you are. So, God, we ask that we that you honor those prayers for Kristen and myself and this ministry. And we ask that you honor their prayers for all the people who wrote in and prayed to us tonight. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Just real quick. I'm just going to this guy named Howler just sent us one in. I have a coaching center. Many students come here. I teach them for now. My income is off but my expenses continue. I've rented an office. I have to pay rent regularly. So pray for the ability to pay monthly expenses. Really, it's so difficult for me to continue to pay room rent. Well, Halder, in Jesus' name, God will make a way where there is no way. We pray that God will, will provide for you abundantly. And, and just like, you know, the woman who only had a small jar of oil, but was able to pour it into many, many, many large jars. My message to you is go get those large jars ready. Father God, please bless Halder and the work of his hands. Please help him teach many students and show them show them the way of the Lord. Help him be a great light in his community and in his whole country. And let him create all a bunch of other lights from the people he's teaching. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, Kristen, sorry to take that one from you. No, that was good. Great. All right. All right. Thanks very much. All right, can you just uh, close If you'd like to out? accept Jesus. Okay. This is your time. Jesus is whispering to you. He's been calling you. He's been wooing you your whole entire life. And it's your opportunity. Or if you want to rededicate your life to him, this is your time. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, 
I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, congratulations. Send us a message or comment on the video. And we want to start having some praise reports. We know they're out there. Right. I know God is doing things, so just send them in. Make it happen, happen. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, look, thanks for another great week. Thank you for all the kind things that you always say to us and about us. Uh, in particular, how beautiful Kristen is and how good looking <laughs> Kristen is and how amazing Kristen is and um, <laughs> how you want to marry Kristen. And, uh, no, they, they say things about, they're saying things about you. Yeah, you know what they about say about me? They say, they, you know what they say about me? They say, can you send me $500? That's what they say about me. <laughs> it's, it's always, pastor says, sir, send me $500 and pastor ma'am, will you marry me? That's what tends to happen here. So. I'm kidding. But seriously, though, that happens like I would say like once a week we get somebody hitting us up for money. And I just remind you that we don't accept money. So we don't have the ministry is that money to give out. This is Jordan and Kristen pray for you, not Jordan and Kristen pay for you. In fact, we, <laughs> right. We, in fact, we even had the one guy. Remember, he wanted he, he like was asking us for money. And then he sent us a picture of himself holding like a, a knife at us. And I'm like, all right, that's, <laughs> that guy is going on the block list. We'll pray for him without him being part of the ministry. But um, <laughs> that was strange. Or people who barter down their price. They want. Oh, yeah, that was good. Oh, it's only five. All right. How much is 500? Yeah. OK. No. It's Will Fortune. <laughs> yeah. 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 OK. <laughs> anyway. Hey, guys, listen. So on that point, we don't ask for money. But please, like I always say, do me a favor. Like and share the videos, please. Invite your friends. Share the page. It's a very, very easy way for all of us to fulfill our ministry requirement. We're all called to be evangelists. We are all called to be apologists. We're all called to bring souls into the kingdom. And when we get to heaven, I guarantee that's the first thing God's going to say is, you know, how many people are here because of you? And Kristen and I want a lot of people there because of us. And I want you guys to have that same privilege. I want a lot of people to be there because of you guys also. All right. We just want to get as many people into the kingdom as possible, save as many souls and, and heal as many broken hearts. There's a lot of brokenness in this world today. You know, we're trying to bring as much hope as we can. And the word gospel, we try to spread the gospels because the word gospel actually means the good news. Right. I'm not going to give a sermon here, but, you know, Christianity isn't about so much God playing police officer and arresting you when you commit a sin. It's about the good news of Christ, which is that you're not a slave to sin. All right. So good there, one. thank good you. One. I should. That's you know what? I copy and paste. That'll be my next message. All right, guys, <laughs> yes. listen, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'm going to have a great weekend because Kristen's going to cook me a dinner tomorrow in honor of my birthday. So that's going to be pretty good. Somebody's birthday is coming up. That's right. So that's going to be a great weekend. And uh, turning 29 again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, I hope you guys have a great weekend, seriously. And I look forward to seeing you all again on Monday at 730 at the same time. And uh, in the meantime, like I said, have a great weekend. Be a blessing and be blessed. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.